Hello and welcome to the Second Tier Betting, your specialist podcast for punting on the championship. You've got yourself a championship expert in me, Ryan Dilks, and your pro tipster. It's only Jimmy the Punt. How's it going, Jimmy? Oh, good, thank you. Yeah, how are you? Not too bad, mate. You know, obviously I record the podcast usually with Justin and he never asks me how I am. So to record <laughs> this podcast with someone who actually asks me how I am. I really appreciate it. Thank you. But I'm great. Uh, this is episode two of the second tier betting. Yesterday, you heard our picks for promotion. Today, you're getting our tips on who we think could be in a bit of trouble this season of being relegated to League One. Oh, very exciting. As always, please gamble responsibly. And when the fun stops, stop. Well, let's crack on, Jimmy. Um, I'll ask the same question that I asked before when um, we were talking about our promotion picks, what do you look for in teams to go down? What 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 do you uh, what particularly stands out for you? Um, relegation's a bit different. Well, you, obviously, you can transfer the sort of similar things, but I do pay attention to the back end of last season uh, a mm. lot more, sort of things starting to unravel or little sort of subplots that um, that you might have, that you sort of might have forgot about over the summer. Unpaid, well, obviously, stuff behind the scenes, particularly boardroom stuff, financial stuff is a lot more relevant to relegation battles. No, I'm mentioning no names just yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, obviously, summer, summer business, summer business, outgoings, ingoings, how, how's the team shaping up? Pre-season preparation, uh, how's the pre-season games gone? Have you been able to play them all uh, as well? Sorry. Yeah, I always look at which clubs seem to be going on a downwards trajectory. Because yeah. when you look at the teams who have been relegated over the past few seasons, when you look at the season before, you can start to see that slide starting to happen. And it usually does end up being the case. So you've got to look at the long term as well as how they're looking at the moment. And we'll crack straight on with the nap. I don't think it's too much of a surprising nap. I think it's going to be quite a surprising, uh, well, quite a popular bet for quite a few teams this season. I've gone with Derby to finish bottom. Two to one at bet 365. Am I right in saying you've gone with the same, Jimmy? Yes, correct. Yeah. I don't recall the last time there was a side where everyone was tipping them to go down as much as Derby County. We all know, anyone who's been paying attention to the championship knows Derby are an absolute mess. At the time of recording, they've only got 13 senior players, no centre-backs and only one striker. They stayed up by the skin of their teeth last season. Squad is even weaker than it was. They've got an inexperienced manager in Wayne Rooney who hasn't convinced in his short time as manager and he's had a few off-the-pitch issues recently as well. <laughs> I personally believe... Yeah, classic Rooney. I personally believe the league is stronger now as well. And I just cannot see Derby finishing anywhere else than in the relegation zone. And as I was saying, considering the league is stronger than it was, I think 2-1 to one to finish bottom looks like an absolute steal. Would you agree? No, a hundred, a hundred percent. And I, I, I don't know about you, but I just find, found myself trying my best to make a case for them not to go down, like literally out like a scrap of information or something like that. But I thought if I did tip them for survival, it would be insincere and a bit deceitful. That being said, I, I, the only thing I found on them, like 
in its clutch and its straws is um, the decision to make Tom Lawrence captain. Uh, it's a nice story of redemption, obviously, isn't it? Given he was basically banished from the club not too long ago. And yeah. I think if anything could galvanise the sort of siege mentality this club desperately needs to survive, is um, the sort of ethos that resonate with that decision. But that is it. Like you said, I think Rooney, um, I, I think there's no, there's no denying the the impact a player of that quality, a world-class player of that quality brings to any club because you'll see a level in training, uh, just a level in standards whatsoever, whether that's punctuality, uh, the, the intensity of training. I even think, I'm sure I heard that Koku even started to up his... Um, his team talks when Rooney first come in, it just gives the place a lift. But as a manager, we saw it last season. He was so cocksure that they wouldn't go down. They're not in the relegation scrap. And they kept dropping points and dropping points. And then he just they slumped into it. And you just start to see him losing composure. This season, um, you, you need someone... I don't know if there's anybody out there to deal with the, 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 the uh, storm that's going on at Derby County. But you need someone who's going to be calm, collective, relaxed. And just try and just try and relax his squad and get them through, get the points on the board. And I don't think Rooney's the man for that. I don't think that Rooney's the man for that, is he? No, no, definitely not. The only thing that would stop me from thinking Derby would get relegated this season is if Rooney were to be sacked in around, I don't know, October, November time. Yeah. And they brought in, you know, a firefighter manager, someone who would be able to grind out those points. But considering Derby are a club who are lacking funds at the moment, Mel Morris, the owner, is desperate to get rid. And at the moment, it doesn't seem like any takeover is on the horizon. Then I can't see that happening. In terms of playing squad, Tom Lawrence, mm. as you mentioned, might be the kind of player you'd look to to try and drag Derby out of the position they're in. The other one would be Christian Bielik, although yeah. he's out injured now until I'd say at least Christmas. Yeah. If he comes back in the second half of the season, he is a quality player. Oh, he's yeah. the only player in this Derby side who I look at and go, he's got the potential to play in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, there isn't much else. Well, on, on Bielik, Derby with and without him are literally chalk and cheese. I've just got some some stats. Last campaign, I think he played 13 games. He... With him in the side, when he started, they averaged 1.6 points per game. I mean, they beat Bournemouth and Swansea. They battered Birmingham 4-zip. Yeah. And they drew to Brentford. Without him, they averaged 0 0.5 points per game. It's like, he is, he is Derby County. If they stand any chance, he's got, he's got to get fit ASAP, hasn't he? Massively. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I just can't see it happening because the rest of the squad is looking so damn thin. And they need to bring in players, but they've still got an embargo, meaning they're limited to just bringing in five players, I think as free agents. So they've got to move quickly in that sense. But the whole thing, sometimes when a club is such a circus off the pitch, it translates onto the pitch. And we're finally seeing that with Derby County this season. So I'd say anything above, actually it's worth pointing out. It is disgraceful that the bookies aren't offering odds on Derby to go down. Because I think Bet365 are the only major bookie I've yeah. seen who have actually started offering odds now on Derby to go down. They were 11 to 10 last time I checked, but other bookies just aren't offering them. And oh, no. the reason I keep seeing... The, the reason I keep seeing is because apparently they're waiting until the EFL investigation's over. That oh. finished last month. Yeah, that's the that's the other... That's Yeah, we haven't mentioned that, have we? There's the... Um... Of course, looming large over their heads is if um, Morris uh, uh, Morris doesn't 
Hayes players, they get, bam, three-point deduction straight away, don't they, at any point in the yeah. season? That's not going to um, help. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not going to help, is it? Yeah, yeah. I do no. think, um, obviously... Yeah, I, I would take I would take them at evens um, if the value or not remains to be seen. But I do think we missed the uh, missed the train on uh, Derby. They got there was free, I'm sure they were three to one when the markets first come out to go down. They were seven to four at one bookie. I can't remember yeah. which one it was. And I, I'm not the kind of bloke. I'm not the kind of punter who will just sign up to any account just to get that specific price, unless it is one that I know I'm going to be going back to. But seven to four seems like an absolute steal in hindsight now. But as the season actually kicks off, we might start to see other bookies offer the Derby to get relegated as a price. So it's worth keeping an eye out for. And if you do manage to see evens or more at any point, I'd snatch you up straight away. But yeah, two to one to finish bottom. Seems like it's just free money. Um, next bet. Next best best then. Um, Jimmy, you can go. Who, who's your next best bet? Right. So I just want to stop by saying, like looking at the calibre of the clubs in the league this season, I don't, I don't know about you, but I... I feel like you could have just made a case for a lot of them to go up and then you, you look at, you scratch the surface a bit more and you could make a lot of a case for the same team to go down. And, and I think that not only speaks to like the beauty of the league, but the uh, sort of level playing field and the even standard of it this season. Yeah. Um, like all three promoted sides, I, I'm, we might disagree here, but I think they're more than equipped for competing in this league and watching them last season and looking what business they've done this summer, it didn't raise any alarm bells with me. So... I've stuck my neck out with both my long shot and my next best. Um, just tried to just tried to find some give people something different to think about. Um, first, so my next best is I've had a small play on Barnsley to go down at ten to one with Bet Three Six Five. Jimmy, that is a massive shout. That is a massive shout. I'm interested to hear your reasoning. So. Um, Barnsley spend so much time recruiting the most suited man for the job and they've got it spot on with their last, well, m m all of their last uh, most recent appointments, even going back to Daniel Stendhal, who got him out of lead one, Struber, yep. who kept him up on the, la on the last day, and then Ishmael, who um, almost got him to the promised land. And uh, particularly with these last two gaffers, they both came from the Austrian top flight uh, and they were brought in to instigate the high-pressing football that the Tykes backroom staff uh, thought their squad was most suited for, rightly thought, thought that their squad was most uh, suited for. And there's nothing wrong with this technique. In fact, I, I love it. I love the way that Barnsley works as a football club. And it has worked wonders. But I just they've gone to the Austrians' uh, top flight again. And I just wonder, how many how many times can you drop on... Like, how many times can you hit the bullseye? I know... Um, mm. And also, coming into this campaign, I worry that um, Barnsley, in this high, relentless style... Uh, has become a bit of a known entity at this level. Um, we saw teams last season when they sat back or they matched Barnsley. They, Barnsley just didn't, they didn't have the answers. We saw uh, in the second half of the season, we saw nil-nils against Forest and Derby, and we saw them get beat by Preston and Coventry right at the end of the season. You've also got to take into consideration, um, they have lost their manager, the leader. We've, we spoke very highly of him in previous episodes. And they've also lost their best player, you can't underestimate the motivational power and influence these two had at Oakwell because bar a few other exceptions, this is a very young, inexperienced squad. And I'm sure it'll need constant guidance and reassurance. 
And then, so finally, there's just a small matter of losing Daryl Dyke. He's gone back across the pond. He bagged nine goals in his short stint in South Yorkshire. And he sort of had a major hand in securing 21 points in that second half of the season. So to sort of summarise, they've lost the best player, the best manager they've ever had, their firepower. And um, what's to say if they don't make a get start? Uh, what's to say if they don't make a good start and they get sucked into the sort of stodgy end of the division? It's going to be tough to get out of. And we know that we, they haven't exactly got the financial resources to sort of galvanise the squad mid-season. So I think 10 to 1, I'm, I'm having a slice of that. I think, I, think, I think you can make a strong enough case. I'm loving the bollocks on you. That is a massive, massive shout. Um, it, you do make good points that they have brought in a new manager. Who knows how he's going to do? Obviously, they've had success before, but they've now lost the CEO. Um, so whether that has an impact behind the scenes, we'll have to wait and see in terms of their recruitment. Alex Mauer was such an important player for them last season. Um, and Daryl DK, as you say, was their main goal scorer in the second half of the season. So they've definitely got weaker. And to give you a bit more credence... This league is so open this year. Yeah. It's so, so open. There are so many teams that you could point the finger at and go, if things go wrong there, then you could be in a bit of trouble. It's not like last season where there were three clear teams who looked like they were going to be fighting relegation all season. There were loads of teams who could finish anywhere. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely the chance of an outsider going down this season. Barnsley is a massive shout, mate. <laughs> massive, massive shout, but 10 to 1. Do you know what I always say, though? Because you look at them as a club and do you not think the bookies have overreacted to that last season a little bit much? Do you not think? Because they, they were one of the, barring all your big dogs and the likes of Forest, like your, your mainstays in this league, they were one of the top prices to go down. Like, mm. a lot longer than Luton and I'd have them pegged similar sort of, similar prices. Yeah. So. yeah, it's a fair point. The squad's not too dissimilar from the one that stayed up by the skin of the teeth a couple of yeah. seasons ago. So mm -hmm. maybe you're not wrong. We'll have to wait and see. But 10 yeah, to 1, Barnsley to go down. Champions now, won't they? <laughs> <laughs> My next best bet, that's really hard to say, next best bet is Blackpool at 3 to 1 with Sky Bet. As I say, I think the, the relegation battle is quite open this year. And I haven't seen many have the same bottom three in terms of all the predictions from other championship experts. Having said that, I believe, apart from Derby, Blackpool are the next most likely to go down. And I think three to one looks good value, mainly because of their squad. I, I think it's the next weakest after Derby. Yes, they got promoted from League One, but you've got to strengthen when you come up into the championship. And I just don't think they've done it enough. The players who have come in will be very good signings for a League One team, but the championship, I've got serious doubts. Going forwards is a massive concern because they weren't the best going forwards last season. 13 teams scored more goals than them in League One. And if anything, bad, yeah. And if anything, they look bad going, they look weaker going forwards at the moment, having lost their second and third top scorers in Ellis Sims and Sully Kai Kai. Um, they have brought in an, uh, a new lad, from a Arsenal, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. He could provide the difference, but it's a big ask and it's a big ask to step up um, this much in the championship and bring those goals to this team. I will give them credit because Neil Chrisley is a good manager and he will be able to grind out results. But I can't see them being in anything other than a relegation battle with the players they've got available. So I think three to one, Blackpool to go down. 
decent value in my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, just to um, just to provide a bit of um, contrast to what you say. In I think. Oh, by the way, I think is it Danny Bollard they bought in at centre back from Arsenal? I, was that the? Was that the? He was he was there last season, but now he's gone yeah. Millwall. So that's oh, another big loss as well. No, yeah, I did see that. So, yep. <laughs> um, but what I will say is, um, momentum is is always a key factor for these promotion promoted sides, what, whatever league you're in. And I think uh, in the second half of the season, only uh, the two promoted sides, Hull and Peterborough, picked up more points than Blackpool. They, they, they. I don't know if they were running on hot in terms of statistics, but there weren't many. They weren't dropping points at all. They were averaging sort of one point five, two points a game. And um, yeah, they've lost two pivotal players, the second and third top goal scorer, but they have got a spine with experience at this level. I mean, Thornley um, is a very solid player. Dougal's done it in the championship before. Yeah. And you've got um you've got Gary Medina up front and we he's been he's been about for a long time. He's been, he's got experience at every level. He chipped in with a few goals this season, Sheffield United went up. He, he he's certainly more than capable of uh, still performing at this level. But that's not to say that's not to say I disagree with the bet. Yeah, I just think three to one, good value considering they look the weakest out the sides. And some people have actually tipped them to finish mid-table this season. I think that is a big stretch for the squad that they've got available to them. And the only way I can see them finishing outside of a relegation battle is by keeping clean sheets after clean sheet because they were very good defensively in League One last season. But as we were just saying, they have lost Danny Ballard, who uh, was a key player for them at the back in League One. Let's go to our long shots. This is interesting. Always interesting when you pick a long shot for relegation. Um, who have you got, Jimmy? I've, well, it's not as long as my uh, next best bet, but I've gone for Reading here. Um, and I just, uh, I don't, I haven't got the financial statistics to hand, but I, do, I wouldn't want to bore you with them anyway. But they are frittering money away. I don't know what is going on behind the scenes. I don't know how much longer the, the board's going to be prepared to do that. But um, I certainly see a bit of unrest this season. Their last 11 games, like, like we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, the last 11 games of last campaign, uh, they only picked up 10 points. So that is relegation form. It has them, it has them uh, over that time period at, uh, in 21st. Uh, so the, the fourth worst side in the league below them, Derby, Rover and Bristol, two of them, three sides have obviously uh, uh, obviously have obviously gone down, um, and then also uh, the the manager is um, not particularly spectacular. I just it's just one of them sides. It's just one of them teams that I just thought a bit of unrest behind the scenes, bad form coming into the season, a half decent price. I just thought it's, it's if they get off to a bad start, this price off is short and it just gets harder and harder uh, to to sort of. Uh, escape the uh, the uh, bottom bottom quarter of the table. What price is it? Uh, nine to one, I think. Nine to one. It's a big price, and as we say, relegation battle looks very open this season. I think there's definitely credence to what you've said. They've lost some key players in Michael Elise as one. Yakume say is out injured for what looks like going to be pretty much the majority of the season, and Velko Panovic, the manager position's not 100% secure. He There was a lot of speculation that he might be sacked over the summer. And I think if Reading do start badly, then you can't rule it out. So yeah, I think 9-1 is not the worst shout on earth. So yeah, 
I'd be getting behind that. My long shot is Blackburn at eight to one at various bookies. As I previously said, the relegation battle looks very open this season. This has the potential for a surprise side to be dragged in. And when I was scrolling through the teams in the middle of the betting, I could not believe the price of Blackburn compared to other sides in the league. Ten teams are shorter than them. Doesn't make any sense to me. Blackburn's squad is startlingly thin. They released a lot of players in the summer and have brought in absolutely no one. Zilch. And I imagine they will bring in players at some point, but it will need to be quite a few bodies. Otherwise, a few injuries and they're going to have to play youngsters this season and quite regularly. There's also a very good chance that they might still lose Adam Armstrong. And if that happens, then they are, to be put very frank, in deep shit. Because I struggle to see where else the goals are going to come from. you got Ben Brereton, but he was very inconsistent last season. Same with Sam Gallagher. You don't get many goals from midfield. So if they lose Adam Armstrong, I really, really worry for Blackburn heading into this new season. And then Tony Mowbray, the manager, he starts the season under pressure, which I don't think is ever a good thing for a manager to be in. They won just seven games in the second half last season. People are losing patience with the, the tactics that he plays, the formations. He's tinkering with the formations quite often. And Blackburn fans are starting to wonder whether he is the right man to take them forward. So I think Blackburn 8-1 to is a massive price. It's always worth saying when you have a long shot with relegation, if you chuck in a couple others from, I don't know, the Premier League, League One, League Two, if you chuck them in a lucky 15, you only need two of them to come in and you quids in, aren't you? Quids in quids in there you go well these have been our picks for relegation in the championship this season as always jimmy could i just get you to round up your picks on relegation players yeah so it is derby county to finish rock bottom that's two to one with bet 365 then i've got barnsley to be relegated at 10 to one with bet 365 and reading to be relegated at nine to one with betfair barnsley such a big shout <laughs> and I've had Derby to finish bottom as well, two to one at Bet365. Blackpool three to one to get relegated at Skybet. And Blackburn eight to one at various bookies to go down this season. Please gamble responsibly. And when the fun stops, stop. This has been the second tier betting. These have been our picks to get relegated from the championship this season. We'll be back again tomorrow to reveal our picks for top goal scorer. Jimmy the Punt, thank you for your time today. My pleasure. I've been Ryan Dilks, and to you, listener, thank you for listening.